Hello beautiful light beam, I'm so happy that you stumbled upon this wee podcast. Soul-led, spirit-driven is your guide, your companion on your spiritual journey. Together, let's explore past lives, life lessons, karmic cycles. Let's learn how to navigate through this earthly life. And together with my astral team, Echo, I hope to make each episode as potent and as informative as I possibly can so that you can slowly unpack all that is human till you get to that beautiful center that is your soul so you can see yourself in your true magnificence. Okay, let's begin. Hey, in this episode, we have some adult language. So if you're listening with little ones around, pop some headphones on now or come back to this episode later. All right, ready to go, light beam? Here is this week's episode. Hello, beautiful light beam. This week, I have a guest who has been requested. He's quite a bit of a celebrity um, around Australia and overseas. Psychic medium and healer, Simon Hay. After relocating to Australia, Simon worked as a plumber and trained in Zendukai Karate. And then came the summer of 2000, where Simon met his spirit guide, Giju, a Buddhist monk, After this out-of-body experience that Simon experienced, he became aware of the presence of angels and spirits around him, and this took him on a whole different path, far removed from his work as a plumber. Now Simon is an accomplished healer, medical intuitive, and evidential medium. He has performed numerous successful healings and is well-respected in the field of energy healing and alternative health. He travels throughout Australia doing live events, healings and readings and has toured parts of the USA, Canada and New Zealand. My friends, this conversation was so in-depth and Simon was so generous with all the information that he was sharing that we had to make it a two-parter. So you will get to enjoy Simon Hay this week and next week. Here is part one of the interview with healer, medical intuitive and evidential medium, Simon Hay. So hello, beautiful listeners. Um, Kasha back here uh, for another interview, actually. And my guest today has been very much requested by so many of you um, in, and I've given my guest a, a little introduction and it's of course Simon Hay, um, international psychic medium healer. Uh, Simon, like I said, I've given you a tiny little intro but I would love for you to fill in the gaps for us and perhaps take us on a bit of a journey of how you got to do what you do today just in case there's someone that doesn't know you. Well, firstly, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you to everyone who requested that you interview me. I was a bit bit surprised by that, but obviously very grateful. 
<laughs> it's interesting the way you introduced me there. I used to have international medium on my um, advertising um, and then felt like a bit of a wank for having it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you work in the US and Canada and New yeah, Zealand. No, that it, makes it's you right, though. It's right, though. It's right. It does make me international because, you know, I do speak to a lot of people in other countries, you know, obviously on video call and, you know, I've traveled a lot as well. But uh, yeah, I just smiled when you introduced me that way. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all good. Um, so, yeah, I guess for those who don't know, you know, I'm a healer and a medium. Uh, and I was trained by spirit. Um, you know, I'm not workshop trained. I, uh, I have attended, uh, spirit circles, meditation groups. Uh, I've not attended uh, a formal mediumship class or, uh, you know, like a healing class, all that work was done with spirit. Um, and, uh, I, I used to describe myself as a soul healer. I've actually just taken all that off my website at the moment. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it's a nice phrase. Um, when I, started my career and it was a good friend uh worked for a company that would do website development and uh, we were just talking about how to do the website and she just uh looked at you know simon hey soul healer <clears throat> and the initials matched up and it just kind of looked nice as a little logo and it kind of just sat right in there you know and the, the other reason that i used that was people were coming to me for healings and saying oh you're healing my soul you're healing me at a soul level i mean and obviously these are people who are spiritual or, you know, in that new age uh, group, I guess. Um, and I thought, oh, that's kind of that's kind of a nice way to put that together, I guess. You know, you're healing my soul. And we did a search at that stage and uh, the the title didn't come up, you know, on the first, you know, half a dozen pages of the search. It wasn't, they were never together. The words were never together. Um, and, uh, you know, because I, I, the smart thing to do then would have probably to uh you know started a business and registered a business or an academy and you know uh you know had trademarked the name soul healing and uh put all that together um i've just changed it because it doesn't kind of fit where i want to be and also because a lot of people are using that you know using that now you know and that they're entitled to um it's, it's no it's no biggie except there's this kind of association to me and whether that's me just being personally annoyed, um, you know, because a lot of people say, I'll do exactly what you do. This is, this happened a lot at the start of my career. You know, I do exactly what you do, but they don't because one of the things I don't do is tell everybody that I'm doing exactly what they're doing. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking for that. Right. I'm not looking for that validation or that reassurance or, you know, I'm asking people questions. I'm curious. Um, you know, I'm not approaching people that way. Uh, because you know they're, they're not doing exactly what I was doing, um, but you know, like all things, isn't once... that human ego interesting? Ah, uh, yeah, it is. You know, <laughs> like all things, once it's uh, you know, once it's out there, people start, you know, well, whether it's intentional or not, you know, people start using phrases that other people use. Because that was another thing that was coming up as well. You know, I was just I was just using kind of these phrases for my work, you know, for things that were happening, you know, healing responses, healing outcomes. And, you know, at that stage, no one really was, you know, using them. And now, you know, now it starts getting used, right? Once one person puts it online, then there's other things that happen, you know? And then um, the way that I was describing my work, other people were kind of jumping on. And I guess they were looking for, you know, I'm trying not to be too harsh there because, you know, some people get feel lost and overwhelmed. So they're looking for uh, reassurance, you know, they're looking for, oh, this is, this is similar to me, you know, this is how I can explain it, you know. 
but that is a reason that I'm changing the soul healing. You know, I, uh, yeah, I mean, exactly how I describe it on my website. I, I and I still haven't changed the right up there. So if people visit the website, that's all going to change over the next, you know, two weeks or so. You know, what I'm going to have on the front there, just to explain that change. You know, because um, I'm wondering whether energetically you have perhaps outgrown. Um, maybe that description of your work yeah I think well, and I for think, you it was energetic whereas for some it's just pure SEO right and they're like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, this yeah, makes yeah, sense. yeah let me yeah. jump on that bandwagon I think that um well it's a hard thing to say that you're a healer you know not now you know I'm confident about it now and look I still get you know a lot of criticism and a lot of uh I, you know I guess uh you know, personal things said about me, mostly by idiots, let's face it. But um, because, you know, we've got to call them out, right? Like, you know, they're just, you know, keyboard warriors, you know, they're just, uh, you know, they're just idiots, right? They're just looking for an argument. You know, you're never going to change their mind. You know, they're not open to even thinking or considering new experience. I mean, I have respect for everybody. Um, you know, I, I just don't feel compelled to criticize anybody online or to jump on something, you know, I can just move past things that I don't agree with, right? You know, but it's hard. It's it's a it's a big thing to say that you're a healer, um, and I and I think that's important too. If I'm if I'm doing workshops or I'm talking to people, I want to encourage them that you know you can actually say that as long as you have the uh, the results to back it up. You know what I mean? As long as there's you know there's a history of success, right? And I wonder um, what it's is it is it is it harder for a man whose most of his life was, uh, you know maybe not most of his life but let's say if you're not born psychic of course we know we all are but there are those that have seen spirit from the moment they were little and they you know it was always encouraged and then there's those people who you know had an awakening had an experience and it kind of brought all these gifts through right and I wonder whether for a man it's harder to say I'm a healer, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium because especially if there's this generational stigma around it like, oh, that's for sissies or what are you talking about? You're a top guy or you're, you know, you're tradie. Because I know my husband does Kriya oh, yes. yoga and he gets a few funny looks when he says what he does. Yeah, I think that, you know, if you're if you feel like you're only having you know an experience of spirit and no one else says you're not gonna talk about it, because, you know, again, it's open to ridicule or, you know, judgment or criticism, you know. Um, and then I was very shy as well as a kid and a young adult, you know, I was an introvert. Um <clears throat> I mean, I didn't have physical experience with spirit, but I, you know, had experience with spirit from my, you know, my mother or my uncle. You know, they they would, you know, talk to spirit. My mum would do, you know, seances. I you know, joined her for those as a teenager. Um, it was just her and the girlfriends getting together and, <clears throat> excuse me, and having, getting smashed, actually, you know, getting a cask of wine and getting smashed and let's do a seance, right? It's all very relaxed, right? But she's very good at it. You know, there's some, there something that was changing, you know, her body, uh, body posture changes. Um, she would write in different style of writings, you know, as she's talking to people, you know, and it was, it was so... It was so obvious, right? There was pages of information that was in someone else's style of writing, uh, and then she just wow. switched into somebody else, you know. So I had, and I just took that for granted, right? It was just something that would occur, you know. So I don't recall having big experiences for it, but it's not something that we wouldn't talk about, you know. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, once people start, because we can't just get our head around it with this, particularly the healing stuff, you know, it, it, either they look at you as, you know, I don't know, maybe a conservative Christian or some sort of a Christian that is talking about miracles and is an evangelist or, you know, or you're just, just crazy, right? Like, I mean, how is this possible? You know, it's not something that's common. But I think another big factor too in, I'd say, the industry and in the mind-body-spirit movement is that it's dominated by women. Um, and, and I think that's a really big factor and I don't think there's space to encourage people to be confident. Uh, so every, everyone that I've spoken to, you know, you know, throughout my career and I've met some amazing people. So you know, to all the amazing people out there, you know, I'm not talking about you, right? Like, you, do, you know, all the amazing people and they do great work. I'm acknowledging that, you know, but I've met some really kind of controlling, uh, arrogant, egotistical, judgmental people that are just crushing people that have natural ability you know because because they don't want them better than them because you know it's a, it's a i think it's a an industry based on ego really it's an industry based on you know i'm evolved you know to this level and i'm the only one that can do it and you know i have it and i think that once 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 i was kind of in that environment i've i've i felt how limiting it was because i'm an observer right because i don't normally talk a lot about myself i do now i talk about myself all the time right but i'm an observer and i watch what was happening to other people right? and i can see wow this person's really sincere and and i and actually even i know they have a natural ability and they're not just getting no support and assistance here and particularly and particularly men as well um you know i can hear a collective sigh out there from some people who might listen to this but you know, it's 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 so obvious to me. It's so all all the criticism, all the judgment, you know, that I've ever received in my career has come from uh, you know, women in the industry or people who think they're mediums and psychics. Um and you know, and they just want to make say these terrible things about you. They just uh, and, and 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 sincerely it's because uh, I guess because we're getting results, right? It's a strange one, eh? It's it's a really strange space to be in you know because we're all striving to get if we're, if we're going to describe ourselves as healers we're all striving to get a result uh but if actually the industry looks at themselves and is completely honest and transparent about this the percentages of successful positive outcomes are really low you know yes you can make people warm and fuzzy yes you can you know we have all these retreats and these workshops and i'm talking way back from you know, 2000, you know, 2000, 2005, you know, 2008, 2012, like, you know, multiple workshops, retreats uh, that people are attending and uh, and I'm aware of them. And, uh, um, and I mean, I attended one and I was just, uh, it was just absolutely shocking to me what was happening there, you know, but um, people don't know. People were just accepting what they were being told, right? Um, and I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, beneficial to people, you know. If if you're drawn to that kind of, well, oh, this is my tribe, or these are my people, or these are, you know, we all have the same opinion and belief, then you fit in. But if well, you're different, I, you know, if yeah. you if you question it, then you don't fit in. And I think that's, I think that's limiting. One thing I've got from spirit is to always look further than what you think you know, always look beyond what you know, right? And, That's you know, it, and it keeps on coming back to simplicity as well. Like it just, it, it keeps on returning to very simple, uh, you know, practices and, and, you know, you know, kind, respectful behavior and kindness to yourself. It just, it just gets simpler and simpler. 
rather than people chasing this enlightenment, which is where we used to use, you know, seventies, eighties, you know, and then and then collective consciousness, and then you know, you know, probably it was God, and then probably it's the universe, and then then source, and then you know, and then ascension, uh, you know, and then you know, we kept on moving into the space. So something's always happening. You know, the planets are in alignment. The moon's here. You know, sun flares there. Um, you know, some ancient date that's significant. It's just an industry, industry, you know. It it really is. And when you look at it that way, you can see how people are making, uh, you know, careers, you know, money, uh, reputation on the back of, on the back of what? On the back of selling something that, that there's really no. Uh, foundation for it right you just you know what i mean sure pe sure people feel good i'm not acknowledging that people feel good i'm not acknowledging that people find comfort by being in a like-minded group right I'm, I'm not saying that but as far as if you look at if you look at healing if you look at the word healing and healing results other than the social aspect of that which is good for mental health other than the social aspect of that <clears throat> now now we see a lot of people telling wonderful stories but previously the percentages were low. There was hardly anything. And, I, and I've literally spoken to, oh my God, hundreds of people, you know, from 2000, before I even did this as a career, right? Because, you know, I went to a spiritual church with my uncle, right? So from 2000 to, you know, 2008, 2006, multiple, uh, and it, all in Southeast Queensland, mind you, and then some online stuff as well, just seeing what people were saying, because I was curious, right? Um, and, they you might find people that said that oh they you know they healed this you know could be a big story maybe it was a tumor maybe it's can this but when you are start talking to them about it it's only happened once it happened ten years ago they haven't been able to repeat it so uh, it's not very that common but yeah, this is what yeah. I love about you the more I was reading about your story and how you <laughs> work and I watched a few of your uh, videos because like I said um. I've only just found out about you late last year. And so I dived into your world. But what I really love and respect about you, Simon, is that you, you yes, you say you're a healer, but you also say that you don't always, you know, like you don't have oh. always 100%, you know, uh, success rate or, you know, which which is so nice because so, so many, you know, healers and, you know, a very smokes and mirrors and 100% yeah. and body this. Well, it's just nice to know that, you know, when you come, someone like you, uh, it could work, it could not work. There could be other, you know, levels of healing that need to happen. Um, but it's very big of you to say that. How how um, how did you come to, to sort of claim that and say that, you know, it's, and, and be okay with perhaps getting a lash back or well I, well one because it's the truth right and i think and see that you know another phrase that's come up is truth telling right so you got all these or or particularly you know spiritual people they say oh this is my truth well that's your opinion right like that's not factual at all that's that's your opinion right that's an opinion based on well that's the way you feel about something that's an opinion do you know what I mean? It's like if you say the earth is flat, like I'll take a very obvious one, that's your opinion. There's nothing that, that well, oh, this is my truth. Well, then you're an idiot, like, because the earth's not flat, obviously. Do you know what I mean? And this is where we're at in this space. And, and, and this is what, I've, you know, early years, my God, I'd just defend people so badly because 
I'd just be talking very directly and not not really trying to, and I wouldn't call anyone an idiot. I mean, I'm saying that now in this phrase because I'm this is, I'm kind of owning the space of my conversation, right? Like, I, you know, people are going to come and listen and if they choose to listen, that's fine. I'm not directing that them that they're idiots, but I am actually kind of the whole statement of that. Oh, this is my truth. Well, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not... You know what I mean? It's not. It's not true, right? It, it's my truth that I've got a that I've got a six pack. You know, like you know, I take my shirt off and I love my abs. That's bullshit. Like, I know that's my truth. It's the same thing, right? It's it's just, it's fundamentally the same thing. But nobody's calling anyone out because we're supposed to be spiritual. We're supposed to be kind, and you know, and spiritual people don't do that, and we're not reprimanding anyone. It's like the, you know, everybody gets a trophy. You know what I mean? Oh, everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a trophy. Like we're in that space all the time, and that's not. If the one the the best healings, um, happen with innocence, and they're almost accidental. Like it's almost like so, um, so quick. Like like oh my god, what just happened there? What did you do? Well, I said hello, and I said I'll give it a go, and I said I care, and bang. Right, mm -hmm. there's just the innocence in it, right? There's just this kind of purity that's in it. So, so someone said this word to me years ago. I think when I was doing the US stuff, they said, "Oh, there's such a purity to your work," and I thought, "Oh, yeah, I kind of like that." You know what I mean? I guess that's a nice phrase, right? It's, it's there's a simplicity to it. Um, I mean, we can make it complicated. I could talk to you for five hours and still not cover everything, really. But you know, we can make it complicated. It's, but I'm just telling stories, right? Like, yeah, I'm just telling experiences, right, that I've had. I'm not telling why or how. I'm just really just a storyteller, you know. I love but, that. I, but I do have to ask, though, because, you know, like I work with the Akashic Records, uh, and, and even though some people describe it as an actual library, I mean, it's not um, really. It's not a physical place. You work with, um, you know, your guide, did you? Um, and yet none of it is tangible, physical. You know, we can't show someone where the Akashic records are. This is my guide. So we're working with these um, not tangible energies. Uh, and yet we are, you know, it's our truth, right? When, yeah. when, when I work with my guides or when I work in the Akashic records. So do you have a face that sort of someone calling you, you know, like, uh, I don't know, a liar or phony or idiot because, you know, there's nothing there. And like, what do you mean your guy? Oh. You... Well, I mean, if ever, if anyone is that direct, I mean, you know, probably years ago, I just I almost feel embarrassed. I would not be confrontational, but now I'm just sarcastic, you know. You know, now I'm just sarcastic, like, you know, like whatever, the, whatever I want to say to them, you know. You know I mean, you're a fuckwit, mate. Like, what, what are you doing? you know, cheers, buy yourself a beer or relax, right? Because, like, why are we even, why, like, why are we doing this, right? Why, like, why are you attacking me, right? Like, there's no point. But, but you know, you say it's not tangible, but it is tangible, right? So, uh, you know, I, you know, I've done it. And, and not everybody, because everybody will hear this and go, oh, nothing happened. Like, so, you know, some people will feel nothing during a healing, whether it's remote or in person. They might feel peaceful. They might just feel bored they might go on oh, what the hell's going on but they still get a great result right so one some of my most amazing results are people who felt nothing right but then there's a lot of people that um you know feel everything so i mean over the last few years the last 
and even 60 years, 70 years. I've not been sharing, uh, you know, a lot of testimonials. A lot of people used to write testimonials and I'll do a blog post. I haven't posted a blog post for years. That's another thing I'm looking at, like just kind of refreshing and deleting some of the old stuff and looking at all that. So if anyone is listening, just give me a couple of weeks before we start, you know, <laughs> looking. it's all going to change, right? Like, um, not that not that I'm bothered about you know stuff that's happened in the past, but I just think it it probably does need to be uh, kind of freshened up a little bit. But you know I have people that actually it is tangible and it, like I've got a a message from somebody. So she contacted me uh, for a healing for prolapsed bowel, and so she's leaking right, you know, which is very embarrassing for her. She's got to wear you know almost a nappy, you know, like thick pads, and you know when she moves she'll she'll leak and um she also got some spinal issues going on now, i've done a healing with her before and then i've corrected spinal issues but we we can't seem to get them to hold um but w and for her it's a mind game too you know for her it's a mind game so she'll have a healing and and she she feels physical stuff all the time remotely like she'll she'll feel her body being manipulated and rolled and you know so so i'm about to share this screenshot of a message right which is a very simple and plain um and she she felt a hand go into her body, right? So she she actually felt a hand go into her vagina and fix her prolapse bowel. So why it went that way, I don't know. For listeners, don't panic, right? You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, he's talking about a vagina. His hand's gone into it. It was she was very safe. She you know she she's very respectful. She completely understands that she's you know the way she communicates to me. She's very kind. Oh my god, it was just you know thank you so much. And you know there's no there's nothing there that makes her feel uncomfortable, right? You know, I mean, it was consensual, right? Like she, she's had healings before. She's asked for a healing. She's read the information. She knows she may feel physical things, but and then she felt another hand go into uh, her side or somewhere else and straighten her spine. Right? But she physically felt that, so it is tangible, right? Not tangible yes. to everybody. You know? I love that you mentioned that. Thank you, because yeah. yes, yes, not, not tangible to anybody. But but if if and then then there's this kind of thing. The more we express it and talk about it or witness it the more common it, it comes to be a physical experience and if you're working with energy for some people the more times that you do a session with them the um, the physical responses increase right but again not with everybody all right so you always got to put the not with everybody uh because if people are going to question you about that you're going to oh like so you're you know you're you know whatever you're you know you're an idiot mate you're lying to us like you're telling us and this doesn't happen you know, but these, but the, this, this, on that point, fundamentally, it's that is that people don't actually listen to how you're describing something. They're too lazy to read. They'll just jump straight in and go, "Oh, God, oh he's amazing. Give me a healing," or and not just me with other people. So I'm, you know, I'm talking about lots of people, not just myself, right? Like w people are lazy, right? They they never read the bit that says that maybe they won't feel anything. You know, they just didn't even read that. And it also, I think, depends on your sensitivity. I mean, the person coming to you on their own individual sensitivity to energy is someone who is maybe more aware <laughs> of it is going yeah. to feel, who's more open. If it was a session that, you know, the wife booked her husband in and he's just going yeah. for the sake because, you know, we don't want to waste that money. And he mm. comes in and, and it comes in with this closed off energy, like, all right, show me what you wow. can do. That it's probably, impact probably it. that guy that's gonna. It's probably that guy that's gonna feel something. Then. Really? 
yeah, my yeah, experience yeah. has been, and this is what I always okay. say, please don't buy my sessions to give to yeah. someone, you know, because yeah. it'll be a waste of time. I don't want someone coming in who's like, oh, okay, I've got this gift. Yeah. yeah, I'm just really surprised by who feels stuff and who doesn't. It's not right. the people who want to or the people that might say, oh, well, I will because, you know, I always feel something, you know, they may not. That's but interesting. Spirit. It's, it's someone that's gone. Oh, look, I'm. Yeah, I've, I've had. I've had lots of people go. Look, I've you know I've tried everything. My wife booked this in. I don't know, mate. You know, and they'll, they'll feel something or have or, or cry or be emotional if I'm doing a reading or like they're the ones that'll do it, right? You know, because they they're kind of innocent, really. You know, there's no. You know, they have no preconception about what will happen. Mm -hmm. They're not. You know what I mean? Is this this will yeah? This is something that happened on a live. This story, so similar similar personality. Like is, I mean, he, he, they were keen, right? They can't. I think the wife came to an event. Wife had a session. He, um, and then I'm doing a live, and then he felt again something go into his body, and, and this thing was pulled out of him, and he actually felt it coming out. Wow, wow! Right? And this, this is kind of an issue that a pain an issue that he's had for you know a long time and you know doctors didn't quite know what to do you know we're not quite sure what it is or well maybe he did know i can't remember because there's, there's been so many stories but he's a funny guy i've met i meet him him and his wife lots of times he's a really nice person he's really hard working he's uh he, he's just a funny guy he's uh uh he's got these kind of ocd things that he does you know he's he's very you know he, he just is the least when you look at him you go that that guy will never go you know what I mean? But he, he was and he felt stuff. But he had a lot, you know, and this was during a live when I was doing a group healing on a live, you know, and then this thing happened. And then he didn't know how to tell me. And then, you know what I mean? And then, then he kind of, we talked about it and stuff. So it is, so it is tangible, right? And I think if we, if we stop, uh, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, if we stop posturing, I guess, or if we stop, just be very, I mean, if I say real, that's kind of an opinionated thing, right? Like, I mean, just be relaxed. Just be, don't be alternative. Don't be different. Don't be, just be yourself, right? So maybe yourself is to dress alternatively if you, you know, if you want to put it in a category, but just be, you know, just be, you know, yourself, your personality, just relax, just like take off all the fluff and stuff. Um, take off all the, all the higher vibration, the higher, like get, get rid of all that stuff, right? This is, this is human this is humanity, right? This is potentiality. This is, isn't it funny, right? Like, you know, through all spiritual practices or beliefs, the common theme is um, we're more powerful than we know. Everything's connected. Um, you know, there's one, you know, whether it's source, God, you know, whatever, consciousness, higher self, like it's all one. And then and then we just bust it up and strip it all down and make it fit our our mindset, right? You know, then we separate it all. Then it's like, oh no, I'm at this level. You're at that level. There's this, there's that. I've got to accomplish this. I've got to accomplish that. So they all, they all, <clears throat> they all fundamentally say the same thing, and then they don't, they don't do it. And then the actions and their behavior, they're not doing it. Mm. You know, you just break it down and break it down. It can't be, but it can't be one or it can't be. I think multiple things can happen at the same time. It's chaos, right? Kind of ordered chaos, but it can't be one or the other. Either we're, we're, either we, we're all fundamentally, you know, the people who speak like this, are, are we all fundamentally powerful? Oh, no, we're, we're powerful because, you know, our past lives and because of the work I've done, I've done the work, they're not powerful. And we're ascending. I'm ascending to 
5D, and what fact I'm ascending to 7D. So, so my guides tell me, you know, 7D, 9D, 12D, you know, and I've I'm I've known all my amazing higher self lives, and I've heard this this trope, this this well, it's just rubbish. I've heard this stuff like not just once or twice. Like people must think I used to. You're only talking about one conversation. Like I've heard this conversation tens and tens of times, and I just look at them and they're miserable. They still, you know, they got personality disorder. They they got you know they got probably some form of anxiety, depression as well with that. You know they they can't hold a relationship. They you know it's not working. You know what I mean? It's not it's not working. So so that why do you think that is? Is that because they're not listening? Let's say to their guides, their higher selves. Um, obviously we're all connected so it can't be that they're not connected but what what is it what do you think makes some people because I certainly have experienced my fair share of being in a session with someone who I felt was smoke and mirrors and not to say that they're not able or they can't do it or they're not but in that moment I feel like mm. they went really tapped tapping into what they can do they were just yeah, well, I think well it may not even be intentional in that situation right I mean because clearly there's people that will criticize me and don't like me. You know what I mean? I got two, I got comments on my Facebook from two, you know, two older women that are, are criticizing the way I do mediumship, but not actually criticizing. Because if they if they if they use their big words and say what they mean, then they look like assholes. Now they just look like they've been funny. Right. But honestly, they're just being just being old bitches, really. I mean let's let's just say like, let's just say what it is, right? That's what they're doing, right? That's what they're doing. They've been judgmental and critical. I guarantee you they are either, uh, you know, maybe hobbyists, maybe do little readings, or I guarantee you they would describe themselves as spiritual people, right? But one thing I will also guarantee is they're not they're not doing 50 events a year. They're not, they're not, you know, having, you know, they're not making people happy. You know, people aren't crying, you know, they're not doing any of that. All they're doing is criticizing, right? So clearly they would look at me as being smoke and mirrors. I was an idiot, right? You know, but that, but again, fundamentally people don't listen, right? And I think the idea around why we get stuck there, because it's a hard conversation, right? It's emotional intelligence, right? Um, you and 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 it's a hard thing to use, right? Or emotional maturity, or you know, we don't want to be reflective about ourselves, right? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've been, you know, I've been separated four times, so you know, I'd be, I'd be a dickhead if I said it was my ex's fault. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you, you got to look at, you know, who you are, right? You've got to look at who, your behaviors and why, what you're reactive to. And then, uh, you know, you've really got to be self-reflective and look at that. You've got to have the maturity to look at that and the courage to look at that. And I think courage is a fair word because it's hard sometimes. Um, and then you've got to say, okay, you know, how do I move forward? Right. Like, you know, what do I do? Well, I don't want that. You know what I mean? And, you know, so we just got to be kinder to ourselves and just just acknowledgement of that stuff and then monitor your behavior and your thoughts. Well, that's clearly unhealthy, right? And we, we can say it's generational because clearly generational patterns are the most influential thing we're all dealing with. I think more than anything, I think historically the things that humanity has have done, we have kind of born into that and we just take that on. I don't think that's got anything to do with your soul or anything to do with the Akashic Records or anything to do, we're looking at, because even in Akashic Records, right, you know, because a lot of people will come and want to see past lives, right? So they, they want the one where, you know, they're the chieftain or they're someone amazing, the king or someone amazing, right? Or they want that one where they got to fix something, 
oh my god I was an asshole and that explains why you know these things are happening to me now they'd actually don't want the one where they were just a farmer or a fisherman or a mother they don't want that one that's boring you know they don't want the peaceful one right the focus isn't there the focus isn't on the, the if there's peace it's because they were significant right this is this is common right we don't want the day-to-day -day stuff right but the day-to-day -day stuff is where we're most powerful the day-to-day -day stuff where we're calm and peaceful where we're most powerful right and i think we really have to look at ourselves and people always say to me i've done the work you know like i've been working on this for 10 years i think fuck me stop like if you haven't fixed it in 10 years you either seen the wrong people or that's not the problem right stop doing the work yeah. but that, oh, that, that but you see now that's a habit now you see that's mm. that, that's a habit now you see and and that's and you'll see that across the board you'll see you'll see levels that if people are if people are really brutally honest with themselves you'll see that across the board in your behavior well, I also love um, that you are, uh, Simon, you've mentioned this a few times now, um, you know, you're not um, presenting to us that you're the all-knowing guru sitting on the mountain, no problems, no life is smoothie and peachy all the time, right? Like you've mentioned, you had four separations and, you know, things happen to you as well. Negative comments happen to you as well. And I do believe that you're clients or when someone watches you on a video you know we can always feel when we're being shown the truth again <laughs> I'm going to use the, the term you said your truth so like if I'm watching I could be watching someone and you you could be watching the same person and you might resonate with them and for me I'm like oh there's something about them right but I feel like with you like people watch you and they can see past you know like they might say okay his approach is very direct but I loved what he delivered here or you know he's very like rough around the edges but I loved what he said here or how he brought the person through so I, I like his work in general but what I'm interested in knowing um is your guide did you and the way because you said he taught you or your spirit taught you're not taught by workshops or other mm, spiritual people so how does that look like? How does working with your guide look like and the learnings that you're getting? Is it like every day? Is it sessions? Is it when you go into meditation? Well, well, initially it was meditation. So anyone who's come to my event will ask this question. I've told the story multiple times, you know, like had, had a first time I was at a, a you know, spirit circle, a meditation group. I went there because my uncle was going there. Um, there's a series of events that led me to that, but I went there and then once I sat and closed my eyes and then was in the guided meditation. So the person taking it was, you know, taking us on a journey, describing things. Um, I couldn't open my eyes and, you know, I was kind of frozen. I couldn't move my arms. My body was shaking. And there's lots of things, multiple things I experienced that were uncomfortable. And then there's a sound like thunder. And then I hadn't, then I describe it as an out of body experience, you know, cause I thought I stood up and, uh, I thought, what am I, you know, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be sitting down. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to upset anybody. What am I doing? Why am I standing up? Um, Beautiful light beam. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Now, before you turn off your podcasting device, I just wanted to quickly hop in here and ask you for a little favor. If you really enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy these episodes, this podcast, please consider sharing it with someone who you think might benefit from it also. 
I would be so so grateful. It would help me immensely in getting the word out, reaching more people who are perhaps trying to navigate through their own awakening. And if you haven't yet, please consider leaving a review and sharing your thoughts, sharing how this podcast helps you or what you have learned or anything that you think would be helpful to a new listener. Thank you so much. I really, really am so grateful for you.